Welcome to the First Church Orlando podcast. Here you will find recordings of weekly sermons, devotions, interviews, and seminar recordings from the First United Methodist Church of Orlando. For more information about First Church Orlando, please visit our website at firstchurchorlando.org or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Now, enjoy the podcast. Well, good morning again, and happy Easter. I can't begin to tell you how good it is to celebrate this Easter with all of you here today. Our scripture reading today comes from 1 Peter chapter 1, beginning with verse 3 through verse 9. Hear now the word of the Lord. May God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ be blessed. On account of his vast mercy, he has given us new birth. You have been born anew into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. You have a pure and enduring inheritance that cannot perish, an inheritance that is presently kept safe in heaven for you. Through his faithfulness, You are guarded by God's power so that you can receive the salvation He is ready to reveal in the last time. You now rejoice in this hope, even if it's necessary for you to be distressed for a short time by various trials. This is necessary so that your faith may be found genuine. Your faith is more valuable than gold which will be destroyed even though itself is tested by fire. Your genuine faith will result in praise, glory, and honor for you when Jesus Christ is revealed. Although you've never seen him, you love him. Even though you don't see him now, you trust him and so rejoice with a glorious joy that is too much for words. You are receiving the goal of your faith, your salvation. This is the word of God for the people of God. And now, O Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of each heart be pleasing and acceptable in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, you undoubtedly have noticed that we have not invited you to sing along this morning. Uh, That is one of the precautions that we are going to continue to observe for at least a short time uh, as we continue to keep one another safe from COVID. They say that's one of the things we just need to be careful about. But I did notice that a number of you seem to be itching to sing. So I'm going to invite you just for this moment, we're going to make an exception If you happen to know the words to this little song, I'm going to invite you to sing along with me. There was an old man named Michael Finnegan. He had whiskers on his chin again. Along came the wind and blew them in again. Poor old Michael Finnegan, begin again. There was an old man named Michael Finnegan. He had whiskers on his chin again. Along came the wind and blew them in again. Poor old Michael Finnegan. 
There was an old man named Michael Finnegan. He had whiskers on his chin again. Along came the wind and blew them in again. Poor old Michael Finnegan. We're not going to begin again. <laughs> and by the way, you can thank me now. If you didn't know that song before, you know it now. And it's going to be going in your mind for the next week or month because it's been in mind for a long time. There are actually more verses to this song. You don't have to just repeat that one. There, there seems to be an endless supply of them, and they're all equally silly, meaningless, monotonous, repetitious. And they all end with the same words, begin again. It seems that poor old Michael Finnegan is trapped in an endless loop of misery, and monotony. It just seems that one bad thing happens to him after another, and then we begin again. Every new beginning for Michael Finnegan is just a return to the same old, same old. So you might be wondering, what on earth does this have to do with Easter Sunday? Nothing. <laughs> Nada. Nothing at all. Or maybe everything. Maybe everything. Because what is Easter about if not the opportunity, the invitation, the offer to begin again? Today we celebrate that Jesus Christ who died on a cross, who was laid in a tomb on Easter Sunday, rose from the dead. He began again that he defeated death, that he opened the gates of heaven and offers us the opportunity to have new life. Paul says, anyone who is in Christ is a new creation. Jesus defeated the same old, same old. He conquered death and he invites us to begin our lives afresh. Unlike poor old Michael Finnegan, who's stuck in a helpless, hopeless, pathetic, repetitious, unchanging cycle, Easter is different. Easter is about rebirth and new spiritual life. Easter is like that chick hatching from the egg, or the butterfly emerging from the cocoon, or, or seeds and bulbs emerging from the earth and sprouting to new life in the spring. Easter is a crucified man, dead and buried, alive forevermore. Easter is the invitation to break free from your endless, monotonous, deadly cycle of same old, same old, and to begin again, to live a resurrected life with Christ. Friends, this is the heart of the Christian message. This is the gospel of Jesus Christ. We can be brand new people. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter where you've been or what you've done or how old you are or how young you are or how long your list or record of wrong is. It doesn't matter what's been done to you. All of us in Christ are given the opportunity, the invitation for a fresh start, a new beginning, a clean slate, a do-over for Christians every day.
can be Easter. Now, you may be saying, oh, yeah, of course, we've, we've heard the Easter story before. We know about Jesus dying on the cross. We know about Jesus raising to, to new life and, and coming out of the tomb. But, but isn't that all about the future? I mean, isn't it all about where I go when I die, that I can know that I will be raised and go to heaven? Well, sure, all that's true. But that's only a part of it. Why wait to be resurrected? Why not live the resurrected life here and now? now if you heard my scripture reading today, it said in verse 3, you have been born anew into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Let me read it again. You have been born anew into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. The message version of the Bible says, because Jesus was raised from the dead, we've been given a brand new life and have everything to live for, including a future in heaven. And that future starts now. Friends, it's already happening. Easter is already a reality. Resurrection is a possibility for all of us right now, today. It's already offered. Ephesians 2, 5 through 6 says, you are saved by grace and God raised us up and seated us in the heavens with Christ Jesus. It's already a present reality. We just get to live it. Because Jesus was raised from the dead, a new spiritual reality has been unleashed upon the earth. The dead can rise. The old can be made new. The broken down can be restored. The lost can be found. Dead ends can be new beginnings. Let me ask you a question. If any of this is actually true, if you could actually begin again today, right, right here, right now, walking out these doors, a new creature in Christ, what would you hope for your new life? I mean, if you could change anything and become a new person, what would you change? What would you dream for the life ahead of you? What would you leave behind? What would you discard and what would you embrace? What kind of Easter resurrection life would you live? If Easter wasn't just one day a year, if, if tomorrow could be Easter for you, and the day after that, and the day after that, what kind of Easter life would you live? Paul says to us, Peter says rather, you have been born anew into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. It's about hope. And for Christians, hope is more than a wish, a dream, a whim. It's more than blowing out candles on a birthday cake. It's more than a shooting star. It's more than just a far-off possibility. Hope is about what's possible because of Christ. Right now for us. Hope is about the potential and promise 
of every present moment. You have been born anew into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Friends, why wait? The preacher John Claypool writes, a hope that will not disappoint you is possible if you choose to join all that you do not know about reality with all that you do know from the implications of the great story of Holy Scripture. Humility and revelation together form avenues to authentic hopefulness. I invite you to embrace them both. The invitation is to take all we know about our lives as they are, our work life, our family life, what's going on inside our hearts and minds, all of our hopes, and merge those, bring those to the hope we have in Christ, the power of Christ's resurrection. Friends, if you could hope for a new life, what would you hope for? What possibility would you dream of? What's holding you back? What keeps you from embracing it? As many of you know, last Easter was to be mine and Pastor Emily's first Easter with you as your new pastors. We were excited about it. We were looking forward to that first Easter celebration with you. And the way it turned out was that Pastor and Emily and I stood somewhere over here with an iPhone. And many of you worshiped watching us on computer screens. Recently, someone reminded me that on that morning, I said, the next time we're together will be our Easter celebration. Friends, I am not a prophet. And I did not mean this Easter. I really believed we'll be together in a few weeks, maybe a month or so. We'll just celebrate Easter then. What's the difference? A year later, here we are. I can't tell you how much we've missed worshiping with you over this last year. How much we've longed for this. Preaching to a camera just ain't the same. And yet, on Easter Sunday, here we are. Though we wish we could have been here sooner, there is something symbolic that we've come back together after a very long ordeal during Holy Week. And on this Easter Sunday, perhaps it's more than symbolic. Perhaps today is more than just Easter 2021. Perhaps today really is our Easter, a new beginning for all of us, a new beginning for First Church. Peter goes on to write in verses 6 and 7, you now rejoice in this hope even if it's necessary for you to be distressed for a short time by various trials, this is necessary so that your faith may be found genuine. 
Friends, wouldn't it be wonderful if every day could be Christmas or, or Easter? If every day we could be surrounded by the people we love, if, if every day somebody brought a basket of jelly beans and chocolate bunnies to the house, if every day the flowers were in bloom and we got to wear our best Easter outfits, if every day someone had a feast prepared for us to eat, if every Sunday the church was full of people, there were beautiful flowers and inspiring music and a mediocre sermon, And life, life, more life. Wouldn't it be wonderful? But we know life isn't like that. Life has its ups and downs, its hills, its valleys. We know that there are in this life days of distress and times of trial and seasons of challenge. Jesus himself said, in this life you will have trouble. Friends, if I claim to you that every day for the rest of your life can be like Easter morning, I'd be a liar. You're going to have difficulties. We all will. If, if, if the last year hasn't proven that. But I can tell you the truth, the gospel truth, that I would not be a liar if I didn't say to you today that every dark, sad, tragic Good Friday is followed by Easter, that no matter how great the loss, no matter how deep the despair, no matter how severe the suffering, no matter how evil the deeds that are done to us or that we do to others, no matter how long the pandemic, the promise of Easter always follows our darkest Good Fridays. Thomas Burton says, there is nothing lost that God cannot find again. Nothing dead that cannot live again in the presence of His Spirit. No heart so dark, so hopeless that it cannot be enlightened and brought back. Mother Teresa said, remember that the passion of Christ ends with the joy of the resurrection of Christ. When you feel in your heart the suffering of Christ, remember that the resurrection has to come. The joy of Easter has to dawn. Dare we believe it? Dare we believe this ancient story is actually true? That we can be remade and born anew? Dare we believe the Easter promise and live it? Or is it just a fairy tale? Is it just an excuse to have a nice worship service? Friends, I'm here to tell you today, it's true. I've seen it with my own eyes. I've lived it with my own life. I've watched broken marriage, marriages nearly on the brink of collapse, reconciled, restored, and brought back to life. I've seen addicts who find recovery I've seen careers cut short, only giving way to discovering one's true calling. I've seen anxiety and depression healed, bankruptcies and failed businesses that, that give way to new beginnings and new opportunities. I've seen long grievances forgiven and relationships restored, churches on the brink of death, 
finding renewed purpose and vitality. Losses turned into gains. Sinners turned into saints. Entrenched cynics and doubters turned into faithful believers. Traumas and injuries healed to become new strength. Failures and tragedies given way to redemption and new beginning. I've watched as God has taken the broken fragments of broken lives and lovingly crafted them into works of art. Friends, that's what Easter is all about. All of this and more. And it's all possible. Redemption. Restoration. Recreation. Renewal. Resurrection. N.T. Wright says, we are invited to open our eyes and see a new life. To open our minds and believe new life. To open our hearts and love new life. To open our hands and give new life. We are invited to do this because Jesus is risen. And with him, new creation has come into being. So what's it going to be? Tomorrow when Easter is over and somebody at your house has eaten all the jelly beans and the Easter clothes are in the hamper and life is back to normal at work or school and the chores while we still endure this pandemic a bit longer. What, what's it going to be? Is today just a holiday? Nothing more? Or are we ready to be Easter people? Are we ready to begin again? The author Sumon Kidd writes, we have within us a deep longing to grow and become a new creature, but we possess an equally strong compulsion to remain the same, to burrow down in our safe, secure places. What's it going to be? Same old, same old? Or are you ready to begin again? Let us pray. So God, would you now unleash upon us the resurrection power of new life and new beginning for the one here this morning who is sure that you've given up on them, for the one who was dragged here this morning because they've given up on you. For the one here this morning who is most open to this message and the one who is most resistant to it. For all of us, Lord, could today, would today be a new beginning in the power of your Holy Spirit? Could it be true? Could you make it true in us? In Jesus we pray, amen. We hope you enjoyed the podcast and that you will listen again in the future. If you enjoyed today's message, we hope you'll subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform and share it with others on social media. For more information about First Church Orlando, please visit our website, at firstchurchorlando.org or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If this podcast is a valuable resource to you, we invite you to give to this ministry by making a financial contribution 
at firstchurchorlando.org forward slash give. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.